from the YBA Phoenix Fitness 24-7 Basketball Facility in Rockland, California. It's About That Life Podcast with your host, Coach C. Collins and Coach MJ. Hey, welcome to About That Life Podcast. I'm Coach C. Collins. Coach MJ, GGT. And we are here to talk basketball life, AAU basketball, everything in between. Um, thanks again. For those who've been listening, we appreciate you, man. We appreciate you for checking us out on YouTube. We appreciate it if you're listening on the audio platforms, the the audio side. We we hit a nice little milestone. We got over ten thousand downloads. Hey, let's go. So you know, uh, for people who understand the audio side, that's that's listens like over ten thousand listens, and we've been doing this a year, maybe yeah. less. I mean, uh-huh. no, it's been a year now. Um, yeah. So for that kind of growth that fast, um, it, we really appreciate those who listening. Uh, and, and I know we've been getting a lot of positive feedback. So thank you. Um, if you're here and you're checking us out for the first time, welcome. Uh, and enjoy the show. Listen to a little bit of basketball. Learn something from a couple of people who know the game. Hit that like. Hit that follow. Hit that subscribe. One small click for you. Big help for us. Really appreciate it. So uh, let's talk about our sponsors real quick. Uh, Dr. Dish, best shooting machine on the planet. Uh, go ahead and check them out. They have links to them in the description. They have the home edition for those who want to uh, get their shots up at home. They have the Rebel, the All-Star for basketball teams. They have team discounts, things like that. Uh, go ahead and let's sell them about that life sent you, and they'll hook you up with a discount. Also, West Coast Legends, if you're looking for jerseys, sublimation, things like that. Go ahead and check them out. Uh, they'll they'll hook you up with some some good product, and um, uh, they've definitely made some jerseys and stuff for us in the past at YBA. So uh, a lot of positive to say uh, about them from there. So let's get to our guest. So our guest, uh, been trying to touch base with this man for a while. He's a very busy guy, and I can understand that. Um, he uh, he's been in this AU game for quite a while, um, as far as I know. You can correct me if I'm wrong in anything I'm saying, KP. Uh, he. Um, originally I think your program was like Adidas, right? You guys were in Adidas program at first and then now you're Under Armour, correct? No, no? we're going to get to all that. Okay. All right. <laughs> never mind. Okay. Well, like I said, we'll, we'll correct me as I go, yeah. but, um, no, you've been doing this quite a while from what I've seen. Uh, yeah. when, when did you start like officially? Uh, I want to say 2013. Okay. The first, the first year. So. Okay. Perfect. And, um, and obviously we'll get into more about who you are and your background and just your love of the game and things like that. But uh, I have a lot of respect for this man. I've coached against him quite a bit, and we've seen each other in passing quite a bit. And um, he, he's definitely one of those brothers who's for his kids. As uh, as you guys know out there who listen and watch the show, you know, I really want to – I really like to get guests in different perspectives so you guys can see all our different lenses. You know what I mean? It's um, – it's uh, – I forgot who said it. It, it was well, it was a famous coach, but my coach used to say this too. He said, "You know, basketball teams are just different ways to get the same shots." Right? I look at AAU programs kind of the same way. We're all walking our own path to get to the same destination, right? And, and I I enjoyed and created this show because I like hearing people's stories. You know what I mean? I like hearing their background. If he becomes famous, you know, it cool, yeah. buy nice byproduct. Yeah. But I don't. That's not the goal. That's the, I want people to hear from our side of it and, and really advocate for ourselves. So without further ado, let me introduce KP Potts. Welcome to the show. Well, appreciate Welcome you, man. Thank you for finally being here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. So let's get right into it. Uh, talk about your basketball background. Like what, what's your, uh, you know, you can go from high school up, um, your AAU programs, things like that. Just give us a journal synopsis of you and basketball. 
I mean, I started with like the the rec mm-hmm. slash AAU. It's not the same as it was right now. Rec is definitely um, separate than AAU. Yep. I think when we were playing, um, I played for a team, uh, a rec center called EOIDC, and we we started an AAU team um, within the rec. Right. And we played against other, you know, other AAU teams, and it wasn't as many as it is now. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, and just those experiences, you know, like I'm not going to talk a whole bunch about you know, my success as an AU player or my failures as an AU player. But what I will say is that, like, the experience, you know what I'm saying, um, off the court, even on the court, the battles, right. the the being packed in the van, being on the hotel floor, sleeping, you know, <laughs> that type of stuff. Uh, that's what really made me want to start doing the stuff I did now, I'm doing now. And um, I went to Fremont High School. That's where I graduated from. Very cool. Uh, in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on to Clark Atlanta. University, um, the HBCU. Nice. And from there, my coach got fired, you know, and I had a pretty good year and I loved Clark. So I had to leave there and um, I went back to Chabot for a year okay. in Hayward. And um, and then I got a scholarship to Idaho. So okay. I kind of had both yeah, bounce it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was, I was at all black school. Then I was like one of the only black people. <laughs> right, like, right. That's a big jump. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're a journeyman, very similar to me and Mark. Trust me, we right. get it. We, 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 our stories are pretty similar. <laughs> right, right. And then I went overseas, um, to explore to see what, what, you know, where my career can take me. And yeah. I was in Ireland. And then from there, um, I just decided to just continue to have basketball as my, as a career, because I was already kind of training people before, mm-hmm. um, like in high school as a side gig, or everything was basketball. I'm refereeing games, right, right, training right. little kids at the park, whoever I, into, you know, yeah. run into, but um, made it a real business, and um, and it just kind of soared and went, went from there. Very cool. All right, man. Great story. Great origin. So um, let's talk about AU. Let's get right to it. So you're – your background in it, playing it, seeing it, watch the evolution of it, obviously the evolution of your program. Tell me your good and bad points of AU that you see. I always lead with this question with everybody because it's very interesting hearing the different answers because, like I said, everybody's lens is so different. Um, I think me and you walk a very similar path in terms of, you know, you have a pretty heavy-hitting organization, in my opinion, Um, I kind of look at it, and you could correct me if you you look at it differently. I look at it as, in terms of tiers and, like, you know, there's there's a few programs out there where kind of, you know, we're the kings of our own castle. We kind of sit on the top of this hill, right? You have kind of, a, you know, there's thousands of AU teams at this point. I mean, you have your mom-and-pop programs, your independents, things like that. But there's kind of those staple programs like let's say an Oakland soldiers, an arsenal, a Lake show, a YBA, you know what I mean? Like we're kind of those established footholds, West coast elite. Right. Right, right, right. Um, I look at you and your program and kind of in that same light. So I value your perspective on that. So that's why I'm asking like, what do you see? Good, bad, indifferent, whatever. Well, I mean like, I think that AU has a lot of the same issues or, Pro, pro, the same pros and cons that high school basketball has. Mm-hmm. Not so much college because you know, I'm I'm kind of trying to get at like the parent part. You know, the parents. It really comes down to that. Funny how we always talk about that, right? Like, That's always like the lead. I swear, if you listen to every everybody. episode, that is always the lead thing, bro. It's it's the parent, but and and. It's a, like I said, there's pros and cons. Sometimes yeah. you have that parent that's great that literally allows you to coach their kid and. Um, 
their kid goes for. See, it's it's one of the things where a kid can go for thirty points, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you got a whole bunch of people DMing the parent and and the kid and the auntie and the sister, <laughs> and they're trying to figure out how they can how he'll crack right. and go. Right. But then again, it can be the same talented kid only going for five points. Or five minutes of playing time, and you trying to coach him as a coach, like, hey, no, nah, like you didn't deserve this. You were at practice bullshitting right. in the game. See, I told you to stop lollygagging. Now you in the game, airballing, taking bad shots. You're not bought in, or whatever it is. The yeah. plays, so many things, and now they DM like, hey, man, you should be up over here. We got the ball for you. <laughs> so it's like, it, I it's love just, that to you. Man. You know, so it's all about. I think uh, read the reinforcement, like a, a solid some structure to the kid, like a backbone, you know what I'm saying? With an accountability. And that's what I think AAU can provide to a kid. But like I said, the reinforcement has to be there. The parent, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. No, it's interesting. Bring, well, I said, I shouldn't say it's interesting. It's very, um, <laughs> very predictable because we all have that same, yeah. like when Lowe was here, he said the same thing. Does it, like we all say the same thing. And I reiterated, even on my show, constantly like you parents make or break a lot of what we do and if you just allow us to coach yeah and and mark's more emphasis is on the training side of if you allow him to train and you know do the process it's like if you you have to allow us to work you know what right. i mean if if you give it a year or whatever you're not seeing the progress you get okay fair enough you reassess but i think we've gotten to such a a cultural shift of um now yeah. you know nowism I need it now. Anxiety. Right? Yeah. Nobody want. no matter, uh, Simon Sinek is a, a philosopher. I like to read his books and stuff like that. And he says it very plainly in a really cool um, analogy. He says, whether you go up the mountain fast or you go up the mountain slow, there's still a mountain, you know, but he said parents look at it as they're at the bottom of the mountain and they see the top. Mm-hmm. They see it, but they don't, they don't acknowledge the mountain. You know what I mean? And then because of that, when you are a coach trying to pull that kid up, parents get impatient. Right. You know what I mean? And it just it, it gets rough. But yeah. like you said, I, I do want to say, though, with that being said, I do feel there's more positive parents out there than negative. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just the negative ones are the loudest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it can affect, affect it very like quickly. There could be a really good parent that's bringing Gatorade and – giving you a clipboard and giving you extra markers, whatever you need, right? Just supporting you, sending out emails for you, whatever you need, right? But that parent isn't even, and that's very effective, but they're not as effective as that bad apple in the bunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right. That's just what I learned over the years. So that's the challenge, and I I don't think it'll ever change because we don't, we're directors. We don't... um, like I had an idea before. I was like, man, we need to have an orientation, like a like a seminar that mm-hmm. every parent should take before the season, so it can eliminate maybe some of this stuff. Not all of it, right? But some right. of it, but uh, we never did it. I mean, not saying we won't, but right. No, it's a great idea. Are you, and when you're referring that, you mean like for your high school guys, or you mean like the whole? Because you're working with. Well, I just died. This is my first season, like coaching the the young kids like okay fifth and down yeah 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 you know i took over for my cousin who actually uh started the program and he's coaching high school now and he's still training the kids but i just for this season i'm coaching right. the kids okay well, high school's gonna start back i gotta put a lot more emphasis on that but you know right now they're all with their high schools yeah i don't compete with no high school coaches at this time i just right. 
Exactly. It's, no, it's their season. It's their time. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. So. No, it makes sense. How How are you liking the youth side of it? <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's dope. Like, I like it a lot. Like, it's fun. It challenges me as a coach to right. to try to execute. Because we all, like you said, like, we're all trying to, like, um, put the ball in the basket. Yeah. So now I have to put my version of it, like, I have to, like, Different ways. Explain it to right. them a certain way so we can get the ball in the basket. Right. You know what I mean? So um but luckily I got a I got a good group of kids and um but it's hard because sometimes I feel like, dang, I'm a high school coach and sometimes I, I reflect and I'm like, Am I going too hard on them? Right. But I know they're basketball holics. They love the game, so I I wanna nerd I wanna like feed that, but it kinda eats at me sometimes when I'm like, dang, like maybe maybe I'm so hard to the point where I might lose a kid thinking that he's not good enough or their family isn't good enough for me. And I'm like, they need to understand like this AU thing. When I, my experience is like every AU team or every basketball journey, there's going to be bumps and bruises, ups and downs. Absolutely. You kind of have to figure out, you got to look into a person's heart and soul really and say, I want to go through this with him. Right. Or with them. Right. Not saying you're wrong for leaving and bouncing all over the place, but when you find somebody that knows what they're doing, somebody's heart is in it, you have to recognize, like, man, he's going to make a mistake. He's going to give me a vibe sometimes because he has a lot going on or he, he lost a game or my kid is acting a little spoiled and he this other kid's not passing the ball. And, or, or, and me, my son plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a, another component. Right, right, like, right. Uh, it's like there's times where a kid shoots a shot. And I'm like, dang, my son can't shoot that one because he couldn't have done that. Because, right. Or he can, but it's going to be they're going to kill me. For right. It. right. Right. But then again, there's times where he's, he makes mistakes. They all make mistakes. Of so course. it's an interesting dynamic with that part and just the whole use part. But I love it. Like and I'm trying to think about how I can stay involved when high school even comes back. OK. Sounds good. Well, so. Well, Mark, you you got anything? I know I'm you. You always process and assess. And no, uh, <laughs> he's an intrinsic moment. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah. why he's naturally quiet. I mean, for for me, like I said, um, you know, as a trainer, you know, because um, I've I've seen a lot of your stuff. Like uh, I know you used to uh, work with a uh, was it EGT or uh, yeah. like I've seen a lot of your stuff on YouTube. Okay. You know, when it comes to the training stuff, and like one of the questions I wanted to ask you, you know, also as a trainer, like how is it the transition? Because I did it this past year with COVID, and I I'm not doing it again. But like I like I like being in the lab. I like being behind the scenes. But you know, when COVID happened and we thought there was going to be no basketball, you know, I was like, all right, let me the kids that I have, let, let me put a little AU team together. Okay, I tried it. <laughs> oh my shit! You know, that's what I always it's tell different. him. I don't know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Because you know me. You know, you know, as a player. Yeah. You know, as a former player, and then you know, being somebody that's very. You know, like, of course, like, I'm, I'm a person that really, I focus on my craft when it comes to trying to develop kids. But when you involve the parents, yeah. and then when it's time to produce, and the kid ain't producing, and I got to go with the kid to produce, and it's a whole, mm. how do you transition from that as a former player, as a trainer, and then, you know, like I said, like, you've been doing this AU thing. How was it, what what, what were some of the things that you did, you know, because even just hearing you, like you said, you know, like, you like to do things a certain way, you know. So how was that, that transition um, when it comes to working with a kid to now coaching a kid? Well, I, my main philosophy is like earn your trust by doing something. It's about trust. Earn your trust mm -hmm. by doing something that the coach knows you can do and picking your times to do the things that you're not as good at mm -hmm. and show him that you're thinking the game. Yeah. So like 
me, for instance, if I know Chris shoots a higher percentage than me and we've, and, and I'm, I'm being accountable at this point, I've been in the gym with, with Chris for three years, right. Yeah. And we're playing basketball <laughs> together or whatever, a whole mm -hmm. season. And he's hit 20 and I've hit two, but yeah. I know me and my family, my mom is telling me I need to shoot more cause my shot isn't mm -hmm. hidden. Yeah. And I take the shot and I should have made the extra. Hey yeah. man, you, I'm challenging you to judge a situation. Yeah. So yeah. they have to be accountable to the principle of mm -hmm. basketball. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or, of what an accountable a coach that's holding you accountable is going to hold you to, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, okay. Have you um? Well, I wanted to talk to you about that too, because um, because I had a chance to obviously when you uh, you beat my team <laughs> last week, and I got a chance to see your son play, um, and and he's he's a phenomenal player. He's he's doing a good job. Um, you're training uh. Uh, again, his little step back and his his <laughs> stop and go is man. He cooked fucking two of my guys. Isn't he in second grade or third grade? Third, third grade. Oh, yeah, third, yeah. Okay. And he beating the shit out of my fifth graders, bro. <laughs> like yeah, I was like, damn. And so, um, no, he he's really phenomenal. But I I did want to kind of touch on that. You know, my kid, my my son is just turning eight. So he's still really young, you know, and I'm I'm going to, he loves the game. I'm introducing him to him, but I know I've kind of been, I want to train him, but I'm not sure if I'm going to coach him. Right. right. Um, obviously most AU programs, I believe start with, you know, a couple of dads that are like, Hey, get, get your kid together. You know, like let's make a team. Right. You, yeah. You know, um, but you, I think you're in a really unique perspective because you know the game. You have history with the game. You have history as an established coach, history as a trainer. I mean, you have all the resume acclimates. But obviously, that's still your son. You're just dad. You know what I mean? What? How has that been? Like, what? you know, good, bad, positive. I mean, your kid's still so young, I, but I can imagine, you know, he's still, he's still, you know, a little boy like anybody else. Yeah, like, I look like <laughs> – He'll watch this interview one day, no time soon. So, <laughs> right. so it's cool. But I mean, to be honest, to be completely transparent, like it was, it was better at first. Like, mm -hmm. not saying it's bad right now. So yeah, I yeah, still yeah. enjoy it. But at first, it was like, okay, this is very interesting. We're starting this team. We it was during the pandemic. So Cam, you know, he used to do the drills and stuff with my high school kids all the time um, because I'm a high school coach. So yeah. he'll really be up in there with. James Akinjo, right, right. the Elijah Hardys, mm -hmm. some JV kids, freshmen, don't matter. He's just doing drills. And um, eventually he started playing one-on-one -on -one with every, whoever <laughs> wants to play, you know, whether he's losing or not. And then um, I'm like, dude, look, you you really love this game. You, I mean, you love what you're doing. The pandemic hit. I'm like, we, we got to start up with a, a little team. I knew some tall kids, a couple um, my high school buddies that got kids. Mm -hmm. We started a team. You know what I'm saying? Um, my main thing was that he loves it. He's watching. He's watching, and now he's trying to mimic. Like, I, I'm waking up in the morning. He's watching YouTube, um, not just highlights, but just like, oh, they really matched up. It's serious out there. <laughs> he's picking them up full court, Dad. Look, he yeah. took it from like. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, so that's good. that's a good sign. Those are the types of things that I'm like, yeah, that's how you, that's how you going to play if you play. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? You're you're not the biggest person in the world, so. Right. He's having fun with it, man. I just tell people, you, he's good. I appreciate you saying he's, you know, phenomenal. We got some other good kids on our team. Like, no, you have some really, really good kids. And, and Absolutely. Some eight year olds and nine year olds, tens and elevens. It's really 11 and down. We got, a lot of the kids are special. Right now, Cam does, um, in a sense, he has the baton a mm -hmm. lot of the time. And, but when he passes it, you know what I'm saying? Or 
whatever. Like he's a kid that will go sit in the corner and let somebody face guard him and you go for 20. So we ain't, it's not like that, but no egos. he is going to go get his money. You feel me? Cause that's what we doing. And, right. And I ain't going to shortchange it, but, um, I plan on that. I like to have a stable of kids and that's cause that's how I've done it over the years. Like it's never just that I've never had a situation where it's like, okay, this one kid, uh, when I had Elijah Hardy, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you remember him? Yeah. Elijah, I remember, so yeah. Elijah Hardy got Cal offer and then um, USC, I mean, um, USC offer and then USA basketball invited him. Nice. Right. So then Nassim Gaskin, his friend, he ain't hating. He's like, Hey, we're going to go to USA basketball. We're going to watch him. We want to support. I know I didn't get invited. Oh, Elijah's ranked number so-and-so. But eventually, Nassim got five offers in a row, and Elijah didn't get nothing. And then all of a sudden, Andre Kelly came on by and got more offers than all of them. Mm-hmm. And he's at Cal now. You feel right, me? Right. Elijah's at Northridge, and no knock to nobody in the equation. Yeah, but yeah. That's just how it, it's, it's everybody's going to have their moment. It's a marathon. Multiple times, though, yeah. Like yeah. over and over. So, they all support each other. That's a beautiful thing. And we started it early. So I hope that I hope that it could just continues to grow in that direction. Um, and not to be long winded about it, but I, I like a, um I heard this quote and I forgot from who or I heard mm-hmm. this saying. Yeah. A lot of people are down for the ride, you know, like to be in the car and be on the in the fast lane, the nice fancy car. But what happens when that car, you feel me, when when the tires pop? Right. You feel me? Who gonna right. get out the car and push it? Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I so like, like that. That's one day, like if if Cam can't hit a shot or a th- or something like that, is now all of a sudden he's not a good basketball player, or if Arsenal mm-hmm. loses a game, or y'all gonna you my little group, or y'all gonna split up and leave? That's yeah. kind of what I'm yeah. trying to teach my young um, my young teams, my nines, my tens, and elevens. Let's push this car. Let's get to the gas station. Right, let's, right. let's fix that tire. You feel me? Put <laughs> and then let's bounce back and right. be back on the road. You know deal, what I'm saying? And somebody else adversity. driving the car. Absolutely. So whatever. I don't know, but yeah. No, that's good. No, that's smart. Like I mean, yeah. To me, that's always the the best way to do it. Grow it organically, right? Yeah. You know, from from the ground up. That's what I that's what I do personally with a lot of my teams. You know, you, you could go on my social media, scroll all the way down. Mm-hmm. You'll see these kids. I had them when they were fifth, sixth grade, and just grew them and grew them and grew them. Like I try to keep the core together, right? Of mm-hmm. course, different parents, different kids. Some people grass is greener on the other. Whatever, you know. What I mean, it just gets to a point. You just like okay, whatever. Um, I've just learned. I'm just. I don't sweat it anymore. I'm pretty sure you're probably at that point too, where it's just kind of like your parents are going to do what they decide. Kids are going to do what they decide. You just hope and that you know you you help that journey and put your best foot forward and and of course i've had people burn me along the way and and again i'm sure you've had some of the same stories you just deal with it and go but no i really i really like your young group um and congratulations i saw your post with um grassroots right oh, yeah, you guys sense. are ranked uh his uh and correct me if i'm wrong is uh, your 11 you is number two right, right. and your 10 you is number five Right. Yeah. So, nice. and your nine U, I didn't see, but oh. I thought, I think they were up there too, but they're ranked pretty high. Yeah. Number three wow. or something. You know. Yeah. And that's all Grassroots 365 for anybody listening. I want to check that out. Like, yeah, yeah check out, them out. Shout out uh, Grassroots if I can. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Grassroots. Um, not only because they show Arsenal mad love, but just me being a player, us being players, yeah, us being coaches, their platform is dope. Like, not just the. It's just organized every time. You know what you're going to get. It is. When you go to other events, no knock to anybody. I'm not shouting out right now, but it's just like 
you show up you you don't know you don't know how this you might look at the schedule on Thursday and <laughs> you got all these crazy teams in it, and then all of a sudden you look at a Saturday morning and right. it's what happened to this team exactly mm-hmm. you playing grassroots you, is organized with all that stuff so I, I appreciate just having the I'm relieved when I put their their uh, tournament yeah. on the schedule oh yeah oh yeah I agree there, consistency there, yeah consistency. We've, <laughs> we've done this long enough we know there's some tournaments where it's like Okay, we'll see. We'll roll the dice and yeah. figure it out. And then there's some where it's like, yes, I know exactly what I'm getting, and and it's going to be structured, and I enjoy it. Right. So, let's talk about Arsenal. Let's really break it down and talk about Arsenal and and your, you know, your organization. Uh, the, the, you know, your purpose, your goal. I mean, I I, I imagine, <clears throat> and again, you know, interject anytime. I imagine your purpose is overall the same as as mine or any other major program you know ultimately you want to develop and then a, potentially from the developmental side obviously when they get to high school you want to market and give them the biggest the biggest probability of potentially playing a college team right, right? that that's that's been my formula and model i say from eighth grade and below we, we want to develop you we want to teach you the game Teach you the right way. Teach the fundamentals. Like you saw me at my uh, fifth grade practice tonight. You know what I mean? Just trying to get on these kids, teach them the right fundamentals. By the time these guys are in high school, right, of course there's still elements of development, but ultimately we understand we're trying to create a platform to give them an opportunity, yes. right? Because there, it, we we all understand and agree in this room how fucking competitive it is out there, especially now yeah. with the way social media is. The internet has made the world smaller. You know what I mean? It really has. So now you're not just competing, you know, with the guy down the street. You're competing with the world. You know what I mean? These college coaches have a lot of players (laughs) to choose from. So I think we we function as that middle ground. You know what I mean? So – well, you tell me about Arsenal. You know, what's what's the plan? What's the goal? What's the, you know, the objective? Where, where, where are you at with it? Because essentially you're the face of it. Well, like, it, it, it's kind of cha- – it, it didn't change. Okay. Okay, because, like, like, at first it started with the eighth grade team, and I'm like, hey, let's this – it's one team we have. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we had a tryout, and then we formed two. Okay, and then the very next year – um, and I and I was fortunate to have relationships. This is the year with Nassim and Elijah and those guys and Timmy. No, Nassim and Elijah and them. And um, we made enough noise, and we are so we are attractive enough to get a couple more guys from the Bay to make a pitch for the Adidas Gauntlet. Luckily, um, we had some guys in the office at Adidas, and they were like, "Hey, um, okay, we gonna we gonna um, we gonna give you a deal, but you ain't getting the deal that everybody else getting. We, we ain't giving you the check." <laughs> We're right. we gonna drop KP. I need to know later today if you can make it to Dallas, Indy, oh, Atlanta, wow. and um, and then the other local events, the Adidas stuff. Right. Um, and we're not giving you no money, but I need to know about it tonight though, because we're about to put this press release out. Damn, I'm like, yeah. damn. I acted. No, listen. And I was such. A, it, was, it was so long ago, and I'm just such a go getter. Like, <laughs> I, I I wanted to make it seem like a mature decision, so I was like, let me get back to you. I didn't have nobody to call. Right. I just like, let me get back to you. I gave it some time. I'm excited. I called him back and said, hey man, we, we gonna make it. Right. Just um. So he's like, okay, we're gonna send you some gear. I'm talking about. A year, a, a, a week later, 
boxes. I mean, because we had to wear the stuff. Yeah, so of the course. Jerseys, yeah. the sweatsuits, all the way up to the door. I'm like, damn, we really in it. Now I got to go get flights. Got, yeah. So that was our Adidas year, our first year. And then um, we did good. And then we 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 kept we grew. And then we we had a big year with Adidas when um, when uh, that Jordan Brown year. Mm, you know, yeah. from out yeah. here and Sac. Yeah, Wood Creek. Yeah, went to Wood Creek. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the year when we signed. Elijah went to Washington. I seen Utah. So as Pac-12, he had Deion Stroud, UTEP. You had a uh, um, Jordan Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to, to Nevada. Nevada. Yeah, there we go. You know what I'm saying? I hella don't want to miss out on nobody. But Timmy went to Montana. Uh, Kelly went to Cal. So we signed like six guys from that team. Nice. You know? you know, and then it was crazy because the very next year after we signed those guys, um, Adidas got caught up in the. In the, the scandal, FBI yeah, stuff. I remember that scandal, yeah, yeah with the money and it, being and exchanged. It got, and, it got yeah. funky, and, yeah, and like, it did. So then our deal got stripped, oh. you know, not because of that, though. It was, it was some other stuff. Um, and what's the, I'm so sorry, what, what's this uh, podcast called, though? Keep about, about That Life. About That Life, okay. <laughs> I kind of feel like that mean, I kind of associated with, like, Keep It 100. Okay, yes, right? exactly. exactly. You got so the exact that, idea. Thank yeah, you. So we, on some, on some political shit, though, on yeah. some political, we yeah. lost our uh, our deal. Um, but it's cool, though, because I understand it, especially more, like, as I got older, I'm like, I understood the reason why we lost the deal. It was okay. nothing personal. It was business. Business, yeah. Um, we went independent that next year, signed about four or five guys, D1. Um, the next year, Under Armour launched their series called The Rise. The Rise Circuit. So yeah. it was the Under Armour, mm-hmm. the UAA, and then the Rise. So at the time, I'm like, nobody knew what the Rise was. So I'm like, I'm going to stay alive in this shit by using the Rise to keep mm-hmm. guys. Because, you know, when you're recruiting guys, like when I went to Arizona to recruit Carson Basham, he's like, "So what circuit are we on?" I'm like, "Are we on the Under Armour Rise?" He's like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> right. Nobody knew. Right. Then, so that whole year, we're in the same gym as UAA, but I'm grinding. I'm on my cell phone texting <laughs> every college that I know to come right. to the game. So right. we're damn to getting more colleges than UAA. But then the next year, when it was time to go, now I'm like, "Look, we 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 were the top team market wise, or." On the social media platform, you look at it like Arsenal's Under Armour. Wow, they look and they're making it look good. You know right. what I'm saying? Our record was solid. We we had top guys. We was we was trending in that. Yes. But so then it was. I'm like, hey, you know, um, West Coast Elite, what's up, man? We you know can we yeah, yeah. can we go Under Armour? Like, can we right work some, together? Yeah. Some, yeah. Can we do that? And um, it didn't work. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just have to bite the bullet. Go independent. Lost some guys. Long story short, lost some guys. Added some guys. Um. Jalen Thompson, Oziah Sellers, you know what I'm saying? Like this last year we signed independently. So we, yeah, we chose yeah. to go independent. Um, we signed Jalen Thompson to Stanford. Oh, you know, Oziah to USC. Bryce Batchin, USF. Rob Viola to um, Fresno State. Mm-hmm. You know, got a couple of D2 guys. Jason went. Oh, Cameron Niles also went to. That's my guy. That's one of them. He former YBA kid a little bit and went gotcha. to Davis. But yeah, Cameron's my guy. So yeah. yeah. So we we signed guys on, in that uh, independent in that independent on the independent platform. Mm-hmm. So now just you know not fast fast forward. Now guys like myself and you that have had success on the independent side. Yeah. 
I don't know if I'm ready for if Adidas called me and said, hey, I got some jerseys, but no money for you. Are you down? I don't know if I'm down. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Mm, you know just I mean? just piggybacking on that for sure, because we have our contract with Nike, but obviously we're very similar. Like what you said, we're not EYBL. You know what I mean? We're like that step below. Right. Where they're basically like, we'll hook you up with gear, give you discounts, you know, mm-hmm. maybe kick you back a little money because. Because our biggest enticement was the volume. You know how many teams I talked to yeah. you about. Like we, it, It's the volume of teams we have. So they look at it like, shit, it's just sheer numbers. You know what I mean? It's a numbers game to them. So they're like, yeah. okay, you got – at the time, you know, we had 52 teams. They're like, damn, 52 teams, it's 500 Nike jerseys you can throw on there. You know what I mean? Exactly. Free advertising. That's how they – that's yeah. overall their appeal for us. Because, again, I think YBA, we get some good kids, solid players, no doubt. But are we walking around with a bunch of – D1s and all that, you know, it's like if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. We we just look at it like we're just going to try to do the best we can to market our guys, right. you know, and, and find what works for them. Um, I think there's a lot to be said for being independent, you know what I mean, because you built those relationships and that network. Mm-hmm. I mean, for you, how pivotal has it been for your success having these relationships, these networks, being able, like you said, to text a college coach, assistant coach, whatever, and just say, hey, I got a guy you really should take a look at. You know what I mean? To you, does that feel does that feel easier or more invested? Or have you experienced kind of going that shoe circuit route is kind of more easier and more invested? Or is it a little bit of both? I think that the shoe circuit – at, like I can't, I can't like not give it credit for what it did. It, it 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 definitely did its purpose for what I needed at the time. And not saying that it wouldn't be good right now, but yeah. it's not needed. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then I'm also not a coach where I'm like, I want to coach in the EYBL. I want to be the coach <laughs> sitting under the banner. Like, right, I ain't, right. yeah. Not saying I wouldn't coach in it. Of course, we're but, competitors. Of course, That's- but like right now, it's like it's it's. It's it feeds the soul and the heart, man, to just really be able to say, "Hey, man, I'm gonna take you guys to Cal today and introduce you to the coach," or "I'm gonna call this coach about you," and he's like, he's taking my call seriously because of what we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. And I have to credit the shoe circuit because those were the the first games that we had with 50, 60, 70 coaches, right? And because of the relationships I built at that time. Some of those number those those guys are the same people that I met when I was on the shoe circuit. Right, but they follow. You know, that's the thing that when 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 we directors like ourselves tell people if you're good, they gonna come find you. That's pretty much true though. Yeah. Like they're not really finna like come find you, find you without hearing word of mouth. Right, they're right, gonna right. look for you, but they know where to find you. Right, I have colleges call me all the time, like. College is called Low. Low just told me the other day somebody, uh, man, you need to uh, hit up Cal Poly. I was just telling them about your, you know, your kid, or they asked about your kid, or mm-hmm. people call me about soldiers, West Coast elite kids all the time. Right, like, KP, how tough is this kid, or is he really a good point guard? Right, does he right, work right. Hard? So it's a community of guys, and it's good that we identify one another. Like that's why I was saying you know, in the beginning, I, I kind of feel like we're on our own. You know what I mean? Not that this, and again, let me make this clear. I'm not discrediting the other programs that are doing their thing, but I yeah. just feel like we're kind of in our own, uh, what's the right word for it? In our own, in our own universe. You know what I mean? We're just kind of in our own solar system doing our thing, working amongst each other. Um, obviously, ultimately, if we have the right, you know, perspective in mind, 
so that that's it's good you 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 bring a lot of that up so with so let's talk about so let me put it like this i personally haven't ne- I, me personally i haven't had any negative experiences with you or your organization or anything like that i know when you're a director and coaching as long as you have just like myself there are people who could have negative misconceptions of you or think you know you're this you're that or whatever Right now, I'm just like, do you want to speak to any of that shit? <laughs> I mean, it's your platform. Yeah. So right now, it's like, because I bet. <laughs> about that life. About that life, exactly. Because <laughs> do you want to speak to any of that or address any of this? Because, again, I think you're overall a cool cat. And true, we've never, like, hung out and had a beer yeah. or nothing like that. But I just think, like, you, you, I I look at you in, on social media, it's just things like that. I just see a very similar man working just as hard as myself. That's right. all. That's what I see, personally. Um, but there's probably people who could look at you and go, man, fuck him. Or, you know, he's this or he's that. So I don't know. Do you want to yeah. speak to it or any of it? No, or you I, just- yeah. In the, I mean, the thing is, and it sucks cause you can't explain yourself to everybody. True. Everybody don't, you know, um, there's lots of celebrities and successful people in the world. And sometimes like, how do you hate that person? Like even like, well, Curry doesn't have a whole lot of haters that just <laughs> bashing, but I've even heard people hate on Curry, For real. He's a family mm-hmm. man, and right, good you, Christian he dude, named no, no scandals, no rape, right? No, you know, but um, and I ain't saying I, I'm I'm not saying that I'm not clean like him, I right, right, right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But we're in a game where you got to move mean sometimes, and especially like maybe not so much now that the pandemic is 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 out. People are more grateful to have their programs. The, the population of basketball keeps getting larger. So now mm-hmm. people are like, man, I ain't tripping. I'm going to have my teams. He left. Okay. Or, right. But there's, there's, we all got to do our job. Right. So when you want to say, like, if I want to put something in the air, like directors, I think some directors were a little bit upset with me when I first started because I was getting players and it's like, who are you to be getting players and to be getting on the circuit and to do this? That, and they might not admit that, but. Right. I know it's true because when I'm coming to a game and I've done nothing to, I haven't seen you since for years ago, but I know that you've seen an announcement with a circuit and all this stuff. Now the handshake is different. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, and I get it from the business side, but then when you're just, you're a little bit too, we all need to admit that we have to grow. Cause it was even me. Somebody take my player. I'm kind of, yeah, you get, I mean, now, we're human, we're human. But with growth, yeah. and like you were saying earlier, you said something where I'm like, no, that's, you're like, yeah, man, they leave, it's kind of like, now it's kind of like, man, it happens. It happens, yeah. But at first, there was a moment in your life, yeah, I can guarantee you. you're like, I'm bothered. Yeah, it does. And we still get a, well, I still get a little bothered when you invested a lot of absolutely something in a kid, and they didn't just, they didn't take it for exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, yeah, that's my thing with the director, some directors and coaches, they they kind of took the it wasn't business it you know we we took things personal mm-hmm. and I recognize those guys now like I'm not saying I'm perfect but when someone's upset with me for that action of like getting a kid and now he left their program or recruiting the kid yeah. because the family said they don't know where they're going what am I supposed to do if a kid's parent says yeah, we don't know where we're going. We're going to wear our options, and uh, we're going to talk about it more, probably in January. Hmm. Oh, the okay, the, and we're talking about the six nine. Yeah. 
team changer, the, right, one, right. the one that you know you can get college for. I'm not just trying to get him to help me get a circuit deal. Right, I'm right. Like, I know what I do. I want to keep in. You have we have analogies, right? Right. So I look at this thing like a lane, like a like a freeway. And and there's lanes to getting to these destin this destination of like basketball success right. or to college. Yeah. Like you said, the soldiers have a lane and mm-hmm. uh Lillard has a lane and right. West Coast and there's there's these lanes on the freeway. Arsenal has a lane and and, and it took me and my coaches, staff, and the players that play to, to stamp that in the to you have to create that shit. It. That's what a lot of people don't realize. We have to create these lanes you, for ourselves. You, you know what I mean? Do you know what we did to recruit Jordan Brown? <laughs> I'm talking. And not, I, ima- and I imagine a, that dude was a, a baller. Check. Yeah. I mean, I'm going. I told his dad. <laughs> I said I'm going to go to every single game this season. No, like like the whole season. Right. <laughs> I said no other director is going to do that. Yeah, you're right. Okay? Bureau. I went to every single game. I'm at Torrey Pines in, in San Diego. I'm out here at Wood Creek. I'm at Tarkanian. I'm at all the tournaments. I mean, all the games. Even the, even sometimes I packed the car up and said, hey, Nassim, Elijah, Dion, Kelly, get in my Durango. We're going to his game. We're going to his game. <laughs> I'm walking by his dad like... <laughs> you, you make sure you see us. I kick ourselves for that because you know this is our backyard, and your ass took a kid out of our back. This dude was, but again, yeah. I I was like, damn. If I that didn't was have smart. Elijah, in, I but that's one thing about me that I will say, like, if I don't have the opportunity, like, if the opportunity is not cool, good for the kid, like, if it's not dope, I'm not gonna do all that. But I'm like, dude, Elijah can pass it. Yeah, like Rondo, you feel me? Nasim, these are. Two of the top players in in NorCal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I had James at the time, but then he left. If you think about how talented the group of a group that was, man, I had James. That's the only player I lost from that group. Yeah, yeah. He he goes ahead and wins Peach Jam. Yeah. Well, I and obviously he had a great good level of success. <laughs> he, he went and won Peach Jam MVP. And, uh, <laughs> But I, I look at that like, damn, that's the only player I lost. Right, right, right. Exactly. Is he Not bad. Oakland Soldiers? Yeah, that's James yeah. Akinzo. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Now, see, now you see how all yeah. this comes together because, like yeah. I said, he's, he, Mark, Mark's learning. He's learning yeah. this whole, you know, yeah. system and network, yeah. man. So, he yeah. Ba- he had Baylor now. That's the okay. one you Yeah, use. Arizona to Baylor, right? Yes, sir. Yes, okay. sir. That's, I'm telling you. Yeah, well, wow. that's, that's the worst case scenario. I think you're in a, <laughs> you're still in a pretty good spot. I um so well, no, you said a lot of good stuff. What, what any future plans for Arsenal or anything that we might that you might want to put out there that we don't know about? Um I want to go back to the one question you want the, the back to the other the last topic Which if, I can, if I can. Yeah, go ahead. Um just real quick, um, I'm I'm sure you probably got this before or mm-hmm. a parent complain about um Money that they spent, or a player, or a parent that hasn't even been part of the program, saying that it's too expensive, and especially like not just somebody like, oh, you know, it's just too expensive. This is this is the type of expensive I'm I'm willing to accept. Uh, it's just too expensive for me. I can't afford that. You know, right? I don't, my my, you know, we have, we, we, I can't afford it. Right, right, right. Some people got the money like it's way too expensive. I mean, like, <laughs> hold on, like, hold on. The value, like, for me. We, we have workouts, um, like three optional workouts a week. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If, and I mean, and I dumb the price to say, say if 
we're going 40 or 30 dollars per session and and normally it's like 75 or whatever you mm-hmm. can charge right right, right. you go 40 dollars a session three optional workouts a week let's just prorate it i gave you a deal 100 a week okay the aau season's what 16 weeks oh yeah and they got the whole summer so they say 20 weeks yeah 20 20 weeks times three workouts Six, what's that? Yeah, six. uh, it's six, oh, um, yeah, 60, yeah, 60 times whatever rate we're talking about, right? $30 a session, that's 1800 right there, right? That's no uniforms, that's no travel. We do a charter bus, we do a, I try to, like I said, experience. So, right, that's one of the things that I do get, like, oh man, we didn't, I don't get it often, but sometimes when you do hear the uh, money thing, or not just my program, like I hear some outrageous rates, but I'm like, hey. That's what the value honestly yeah. is. I did mine a little bit different and maybe mine's cheaper because I worked out this deal with this gym's son. And now, okay, I can carve this off the top. Now right, or right, right. Whatever. Maybe they couldn't do that. It's about networking. And also I do a lot of the training. So mm. I don't know, like people's prices. I just think that not just for myself, but just people's prices with this basketball stuff like you have to invest in your in your child you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. well we talk about that a lot me i know me and mark have yep. we brought that up numerous times and i that's the pro, that's what you said is the proper word investment that's what i tell to my parents all the time i said you are investing in your child you're not paying for basketball you're investing for a potential shot at and i call it uh the i do a hashtag fighting for seven um, cause only 7% of high school athletes get to play college. Mm-hmm. I did a whole episode on my coach's rise time, breaking down the analytics, like the actual true numbers and analytics. And funny enough, I got a lot of response from that episode because a lot of people just didn't know these numbers. You know what I mean? They didn't know how many division one colleges were, or how many division two colleges there are, how many division threes. They didn't know division threes didn't do scholarships. They didn't know yeah, NAIs do less. Like I put, a, I did a whole entire episode of just that, just the numbers. Yeah. And I said, you know, the, the NCAA stat that you all really need to recognize more than all of them is only 7% of high school athletes play college. And that's from JUCO all the way up. JUCO from NAIA to NCAA. So it's not a significant number. I said sometimes social media and other people might make you think there is, but it really isn't. So if you have directors and coaches that are consistently helping kids get to colleges, you might need to really reconsider and think like, okay, this guy's doing his job. Like this program's doing his job. You know, I need, I need to take that in consideration. So, you know, we're like I said, it, it, it's it's beating a dead horse. But you know, you're fighting you're fighting a, a lot of battles all at once. Because then, of course, you deal with some hate from here, some shit talking here, some people that hate what the hell you're doing over here. But I've just learned in this game, you're not gonna make everybody happy. And exactly, and, <laughs> just and, not. and I always revert back to the experience part. You know, like that's you're right. That's seven percent. I mean, I can't break that down. You know what I'm saying? But and I'm ready to get the link to that. So <laughs> okay, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> the experience is big for me because, like, like I said, we do a charter bus like three or f- like two or three times a year. Mm-hmm. The kid that was on freshman or JV at school or didn't make varsity and played JV as a you know sophomore that 
kind of separated from his friends with like with a lack of confidence a little bit a lot of guys come to the arsenal program and and go back to school with with more confidence and that's something i can really say they get on the back of the bus and you're you're mingling and interacting with guys that you know this like you said the social media stuff is. yeah yeah you got guys that got be honest like like jordan pope <laughs> right Jordan Pope Jordan was like Pope, a popular yeah. guy on my yeah, team and right. even Jalen and popular it's been some popular guys yeah yeah of course you got Jordan Pope you got a freshman that was just watching Jordan Pope during first period every yeah. day of school and all of a sudden mm. he's in the back of the bus with him mm. and Jordan's just chilling with him now right right you know You're what I'm right. saying like that's the type of environment I like to create for um the kid all the kids in the community but also it teaches the other kids like humility the the kids that are popular humility right. like bro don't don't dog him out or, yeah you know, y'all can roast on the back of the bus <laughs> y'all can talk about each other and do all that stuff but it's just we like to have, and that's why we call it that family right we right. really treat each other like it's that family you know what I'm okay saying? well then uh, you you as a coach is there a couple programs out there um that you kind of like look forward to playing against kind of like your rivals. I asked Lowe the same question too. He told me a couple of programs that are outside of California. He likes mm -hmm. to like go at and go against. And, and uh, I just wonder, do you got anything like a couple of guys you like, man? Yeah. I I know we're going, yeah. we're going to play like, this is going to be a good game. Yeah. Like we, we like to out, the out of town teams. We love playing against like, um, Dream Vision and Compton Magic. Okay. Th those, those matchups been good in the past. I'm sure Dream Vision want to get us back, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> from last summer when we got them. <laughs> you know, because nice. um, we got that chip on our shoulder, we end up yeah. but we do get our wins. And um, um, and then Soldiers, I mean, we, we, we love playing local local good competition. We love Appreciate playing the Soldiers, you know yep. what I'm saying? Um, to be honest, YBA was a really good, like, you guys were really good over the pandemic season. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, that, and I'm that not, 16 year group I had was yeah, yeah like, they were strong. And, yeah, and even like I didn't really have an elite elite group cuz we didn't we we didn't recruit for not I wouldn't say recruit for it, but we just didn't um I didn't like seal the package like with them because it was just like it was like pandemic we're not really going anywhere. Right, right. So my 17s I had Mikey Mitchell yeah. and those guys um, my 16s, it was like, okay, we're going to brew. Something's, something's brewing, but it wasn't as valued. But that's no knock to anything you were doing. You oh, had some tough it. teams. So even with YBA, if I saw the schedule came out and I see YBA, I know you got hella teams. So I'm like, <laughs> I would, but I would think, I know you know what you're doing. I'm like, this team right here is going to, they can beat you if y'all don't show up to really play. Like, not. You have to really play. Like right. I got to threaten y'all a little bit. Use one of my cards I ain't used. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, so, I mean, I know what time it is. I'm not saying that I. that's the matchup I request. Like, I want YBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's a pool, they know. I'm like, man, put Soldiers on it. Um, put, put Lillard on there. Uh, West Coast Elite. Yeah, put them on there. We're going to watch how they run. Right. Like that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but it's all competitive because when, when I see the coaches, especially now that I'm older and stuff, it's gen. I feel like it's genuine love when I see Low. He he knows just it's it's all good. right. Right, you feel me? Because we're because that's why I try to reiterate on the show too. We're all competitors because that's just the Hooper in us. That's just that's just who we are. That's just I try to tell parents and people, man, you can't understand this world if you weren't a part of it. Like it, it it's just natural instinct in us. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, for me, and I always reiterate to my teams and my kids. 
man, it's in these four lines. Like, just go out here and try to kick each other's ass after the game. It's, it is what it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't hold any animosity towards a coach or anything like that. Now, I know for a fact I catch animosity towards my way. I've had, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, not from you personally, but, I mean, I've heard from other coaches or uh, – I shouldn't say coaches, other parents from those teams – where the coaches have spoke bad on me and things like that. But it's like, I don't know them. So I'm not going wh- to, wh- what can I do about it? Like, if that's what you think, that's what you think. But again, I think it's because you build a history and a culture of winning. You build a history and culture of success. There's just people that are going to have, have issue with it. You know what right. I mean? And that's just how it works. Right. Uh, Mark, are you, you got anything to add oh, to this? Man, I know you hear me I'm, and him I'm, talk. I'm, I'm soaking up everything on podcast. <laughs> well, that's good. Before we move on to um, the hot takes and the NBA stuff, um, I think I only got about like one, yeah, one, one last question for you. So, um, progressing forward, you know, you, you, you got the program, you, you got to establish your, your training, you're doing your thing there. Um, you know, you got your, your family, man. You, you're doing it, you know, you're being a very successful individual. Um, five years from now, ten years from now, what what do you see? What do you potentially plan or hope for? Um, I don't know. Okay. I don't Fair know. Enough. I mean, I, I would like to have a bigger facility. Okay. Because we do have a workout facility right now. Um. I would like to have a full court. Okay. If I didn't, fine. But um, that's something. And maybe even like even if the offer did come or the opportunity came, I might turn it down because it might be too big or it might not be the right location or I don't know. But just in five years, I definitely do know that I still want to impact the game of basketball in a certain way. And I'm actually like this spring, like I'm doing more directing and college recruitment for the kids this spring than coaching. Like last during the pandemic. I just had a whole bunch of kids. Like, I lost coach. You got to think, like, I lost one coach. He heard about the pandemic and all the stuff, mm-hmm. and he was losing his job. He moved to Texas. Damn. I lost another coach. He just said, I can't do this, man. It's too dangerous. So now I'm coaching, and you know how this yeah, goes. You, yeah. I'm coaching six teams. <laughs> that drove me crazy. I did it, <laughs> but I'm over here coaching 10 games a day at courtside. Yeah, you know and you're trying saying? to hold it all together. Like, yeah. yeah. So now our, our staff is, is big enough. We have some true value. Uh, shout out Coach Humphrey Jackson. He's going to be our 17U coach, uh, elite coach this year. Nice. I'm normally that coach, but I, you know, we we do what we have to do within the program. So five years from now, I might say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go coach 9U, or I'm gonna go coach. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just direct, or I'm gonna work on getting us. I'm gonna do the fundraising, <laughs> do the the give no the charity events or something. Right. I I know that I want Arsenal to be around in five years. I want to keep that lane on the freeway that helps kids get confidence, get scholarships, get any whatever they need, help them make their high school teams and all that stuff. It's more than just being the best um, player in high school or college. It's, it's way more than that to me because I was that I was good in college at D2. I went D2. I was okay in high school. I had a good senior year. I could – there, it, I just experienced a bunch of ups and downs, and I just want people to understand, like, AU is one of the things, like a like a boys and girls club type of experience. Like, man, you, this can help you in so many different ways than just basketball, man. Like, your friends, these some of these guys might be in your wedding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Absolutely. Family. So that's what I want to continue to do in five, ten years is influence, um, influence my basketball community. Right. So. And then obviously watch your son go out there and bust some ass. And <laughs> if, he, <laughs> if, if, if he's still hooping. Like, <laughs> this True. Is, this shit is crazy. That boy, that boy might want to be a – a young coach or a young nah, but he, he might he might he might stick with it and hoop and stuff like that. We'll see. All right, man. Well, sounds good. Well, let's go to hot takes. Thank you for those who are listening in and sticking with us. So, uh, let's talk about because it's high school season. I think that's pretty relevant. Um, like you said, you go to high schools, you see your guys play. I I personally go to high school, see my guys play. I know Mark does that a lot. He actually makes highlight tapes for those his guys, which. You're a hell of a lot nicer than me because I ain't doing that <laughs> shit. But he, he uh, no, we're, you know, our boys are playing. Uh, high school season's here, right? We didn't yeah. have one. We had kind of a bullshit one last year. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, things are, are here looking good despite all the other craziness we'll, we'll talk about later. Um, I just was curious your experience. So I know my experience in this area. And, again, I think I talk about on this show, I think it's a multivariable thing. I do think it's because, well, I flat out and said it. I think it's because um, I'm a black man in this area, in Rockland. Let's just keep it a buck. is predominantly white. Um, a lot of the high school coaches here, me personally knowing them and coaching in this area, I don't. I'm not coaching high school this year because of some certain. I feel they have like a god complex or like these are my kids and you know and things yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, I just think there is a weird adversarial relationship sometimes between high school coaches and AAU coaches. Mm -hmm. I mean, personally, I think it's stupid where we should be in business. I mean, we should be in the same business, right? We both want to help these guys succeed. Um, I'm just wondering if you experience that and if you have, you know, where do you think it comes from or why do you think it exists? You know what I'm saying? Um, just control. I think it's just, just a natural control thing, and that's what I experience. And I'm not perfect, you know, but I think I play a pretty good role when it's my turn, it's my turn. Mm -hmm. When it's not, it's not. And, right. And I'm not all at your practices. I'm not talking to high school coaches about playing time. I'm in the front row or wherever I'm at cheering for your school. Um, and, I, and I have gotten vibes from certain, certain ones, you know, like – Take that Arsenal shirt off during the season. Like, whoa, I was oh, just at your shit. game cheering. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I've heard stuff like that too. Rockland High says that. They don't like YBA at all. Yeah, so no, so, so my kids, one of my kids yeah. um, showed up to practice in a YBA T-shirt. Uh, no, and this was at Folsom, at Folsom High School. Yeah. My kid, One of my kids, freshman, showed up in his YBA shirt, yeah. and they made him run like 20 suicides. What the? Yeah. Yeah, you know, that, that type of stuff. And it, wow. that's – all, all I can is it's just a control thing, and I don't man, understand it. Household, <laughs> I, I can't. I don't act like that at all, and I and and because of that, I consciously don't act like that. Like, mm -hmm. like I, I purposely, I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Look, we're not gonna hate it all. I might just let him keep it on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't like I mean, yeah. It's just um. I don't know. Strange. It's just one of the things. I mean, Mark, you're lucky enough. You're a trainer. You probably haven't no, dealt with that no, shit. No, 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 no. I've, 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 I've experienced it right now. Oh, I've for real? Because like I said, like, you know, how I use my social media. Yeah, of course. You promote your boys. Ain't, to hype up, ain't promote my kids. And, and He's really good at promoting. I give I, that shit. I, 
Like I'm experiencing it right now. I'm not gonna say no names. I'm not even gonna bring up the high school, but they know. But you know, like the way I I, I talk about my kids of what I because remember we're in the I'm in the lab with these kids. Yeah, these high school coaches aren't. So if I have a view, and again, I'm using social media and I'm giving my opinion of what I believe my kid is. And of course, you know, when, when a high school coach knows that that kid trains with GGT and they see me at the game, you know, I'm just a <laughs> trainer, you know, I've seen minutes get cut down. I've seen, because I'm in the building, the way they use them, that's not their game. And so, and it makes me mad. I won't lie. There's been times where I'm, I'm about to go to the office. I'm about to talk <laughs> to this dude. But I think about the kid, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I talk and the parents know, cause they know what I'm about and, it's crazy. I don't understand it. I really control. don't. You know, so like we could work together, but anyways, it's that's a control thing. Yeah, like if a kid, the kid does it. Uh, you walk in the gym, you in the gym, or you not in the gym. The kid goes down the court, does a step back, and the ball bounces <laughs> off his foot on accident, whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, come on, man, better something next time. But if you're in the if you're in the gym and he sees it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he might really. Yeah. What the? Oh, he's trying to impress me. Get yeah. Me. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's, exactly. I begin. Yeah. I used to get that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I guess I feel some high school coaches uh, just take it too personal, right? They think like, um, I, I, I tell, I've just having conversation and on the show. It's like it's not a popularity contest. I tell even the kids when I coach them. I say, look, you don't have to like me. I said, we're going to like each other just through this journey together, but you don't have to start off liking me. Just hear me out and understand that I have your best interest at heart. You know what I mean? And if it doesn't work out, I'm not a good fit, whatever, because I'm an intense coach. Shit, I just know who I am who I am. I'm a hard coach. But I don't know what what some high school coaches, I shouldn't say all because I've had good relationships with a lot of high school coaches, but um some, the ones that I've met, and I'm mainly speaking to my area because the media high schools in my area are Granite Bay, Wood Creek, Rockland High, uh, Whitney. Um, thing, am I missing any others? West Park. Like, these, these are the schools in my media area. A lot of these coaches, um, they they just have issue with AAU. So, again, I don't know why. Uh, if any of you high school coaches li- – well, I know some high school coaches listen to my show. Uh, if you guys hear this um, – to hear it from us and hear it again, we are in the same business. We just want to see the kids thrive. Yep. <laughs> That's all we want. We're in the same business, man. Uh, it, the 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 personal relationship with you and, and, and that kid, that's between y'all two. I'm just in the same business to just try to promote my guys. So And we make mistakes. Yeah. And the kid is going to make mistakes whether we're in the gym or not. Okay. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that's a good one to have. And so, he might try to play better if we're there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just yeah. build your relationship and don't be insecure about yeah. the relationship you have with the kid. Right. Because right when I walk in, you're like, oh, he's trying to show off. Like, no, nah, he's still yeah. trying to, he, he knows I'm here, but he's trying to do what he, he's trying to show me what y'all doing. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's how it should be. You would think. I try to, I I've know me personally, I've even tried to reach out to high school coaches and say, hey, I'm going to have him over the summers or something particularly you want me to update you on, right? Like. Mm-hmm. maybe he's not shooting very well for you in the high school season. Okay, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll make that a point of emphasis. Do you want me to shoot you a text and say, hey, he's been working really hard on the shot? Some high school coaches, they love that. They're like, man, thank you. Like, right. I'm not used to you coaches doing that and because you know, I'm trying to break that stigma of we're yeah. against each other. But then I also have had the ones that are like, don't talk to me. I don't, I don't fuck with AAU. Like, 
it, this is very well known. I don't mind, you know me, I don't mind saying names, but Coach Hibbs at Wood Creek is not a fan of AAU, and he makes that very clear all the time. Um, but, uh, you know, I think he he did say to his credit, he said he would like to have lunch with me sometime and have a conversation. So I think I'm starting to bridge that gap with him. But, hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's not a fan of AAU, definitely not. But that that just wanted to touch on that topic. So let's go to the NBA. Uh, Warriors lost to the Suns. Did you guys check that out? Yeah. Yeah. So any thoughts on that? Because I'm a Warriors fan, so of course I'm going to bring up my Warriors. And I still feel like we are going to make it to the finals. That's just my opinion. I know you you and your Lakers. I know you're trying to. We still figuring it out. KB, what's your favorite team? You got a favorite team? Warriors. But thank you. Thank you. See? Got another Warriors fan. Y'all, See, man. y'all got that rematch on Friday against the Suns. I know. So that should be at, interesting. At, at home. Yeah. Yeah. Curious if Devin Booker plays. Yes. <laughs> in that game, I can And splash for the Splash Brothers. <laughs> I just think that in that game, Curry doesn't need to shoot. I think he needs to just focus on sprinting off screens, sprinting, mm-hmm. and let everybody else do their thing. Like yeah. be a decoy. Is that what you mean? Absolutely. The whole first uh, half. Yeah, yeah. And let them adjust and then kill their ass second half, Curry. Right. Well, you know he ain't going to shoot like that. He ain't going to be four for two. Yeah, I mean, that's just, yeah. yeah. I don't expect that on Friday. No. <laughs> right. And then. That was crazy. One, you know, credit to them. They they were super physical with Curry. They were trying to yeah. bang and beat him. I mean, you know, we know as basketball players, it wears on and you a little ex- bit. And but. it's instructed by Paul. Like, right. And Paul yeah. know how to get. Curry's this little bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing, the thing that I saw in that game, which I'm assuming a lot of, I feel like this is what Cleveland kind of did was, we know what Curry's going to do offensively. Whoever Curry is guarding, go at him. They were attacking him. Yeah, that's what I saw. Like they were, if you gonna get your points, then you gonna have to guard. And that's what I noticed that whether it was off switches or whoever he was guarding, they were attacking him. Right. So, you know, as a shooter, if you got to play both ends and you got to score, that's going to mess up your energy a little bit. So I'm not saying maybe that's why he shot so bad, but they were attacking him, you yeah. know what I'm saying, on the other end. So that's something that I noticed during playoffs, you know, when, they're, when especially during those Cleveland series, that like anytime they can get a switch, mm-hmm. Kyrie, LeBron, he going to have to guard you know what I'm saying? So that's what I saw. I'm curious to see. And then, of course, that's what helps when Clay's there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To have that extra. Clay relieves that pressure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So it should be a good game on Friday. That's yeah. going to be big. And then I wanted to talk about that. I don't know if you guys saw it. And again, I'm a Super Warriors fan. So I looked at it a little bit in a research. Uh, uh, Clay in the G League, uh, they showed him playing a little bit. Um, he looks solid. Looks good. Um, I saw the, some of the highlights. Uh, then again, this is just more news for. If, you're a Warriors fan checking us out and are listening to this. Yeah, he looked he looked pretty good. I mean, is he does he look a hundred percent like the Clay Thompson I'm used to seeing? No. But that motherfucker still can shoot. <laughs> he still can catch and shoot. Six eight shooter. So so it it'd be real interesting in that. Um on the other news, uh there's a record bro to, broken today. <laughs> Crazy ass record broken today. I don't know if you heard about this one. Yeah, fucking very embarrassing. The right. Grizzlies beat the shit out of OKC. 73 points. They beat them by 73 points. I think the score was 156 to like 70 something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Don't want to be in the record books for that one. Yeah. What John Moran had? 
I don't know. know if he played. Yeah, that's the crazy part. I don't even know if he played. I think he's still out. He's still out for because of his knee injury. That is. Yeah, that's bad. Because they said the previous record was back in '91. It was '68. So '73. God. Damn. You should get fined for that. <laughs> <laughs> right? 73 points, man. I'm like, okay, see, whoever, I mean, I don't even know who's all on that team right now. So I'm like. 40. If you live by 40, you should get. <laughs> yeah. 70 something? I don't know. Someone should get fired <laughs> or suspended. I'm like, man, that's um, that's pretty crazy. I knew, I wouldn't expect yeah. that from something like that. Well, game. I mean, like I said, like you would think, like, man, everybody. In the NBA, yeah, like if you gonna lose, yes. you gonna lose. But yeah. like seventy three, that's like if you, you know, I saw like an NBA team playing a, a, a I don't even know if a college team would lose by that much. I don't know, man. I don't that's, know a good just, college team. But I mean, maybe they just were on fire. I got to see the highlights. I ain't seen the highlights. I just seen the numbers. But I don't even know if I want to watch that. They gave up, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They gave up early in the third yeah. quarter. I don't yeah. know, man. To go out like that, that's pretty crazy. And then want to talk about LeBron, obviously, with the crazy um, uh, COVID. Stuff and his protocols and stuff. Mark, you Man, filled me so, in more. Um, I, so uh, I went to the game because the Lakers play the Kings. I mm-hmm. went to that game. So, of course, I'm thinking like, hey, LeBron about to play. Right, you know right. What I'm well, it's the Kings. So <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like at least LeBron going to play. And then that same day, you know, the, the protocol thing, he's out 10 days. And, of course, I'm like, what? The, I'm just thinking, all right, he just don't want to play the Kings, the Kings. <laughs> and then I just, I just heard today that they've been testing him because he, he tweeted something like, you know, like, oh, I think something fishy going on. Like, they've, he said that he's been tested like 10 or 11 times. And they said it was like a negative, a positive, a negative, a positive. And then they finally found out, because he's supposed to miss 10 days, that, like, now he's back. He's cleared to play because they were all false tests. And I'm just mad because, like I said, I, I you want to see, see him, him on Friday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn. Right. So, damn. I don't know, man. This is just, just weird. Well, okay. All this shit, but they they beat the Kings, right? Yeah, they, they yeah, blew okay. them out. Okay, they blew them out. Do you think they're uh, you think they're getting it together? Westbrook's been playing really good. Okay, He's been playing. Turnovers are going down. Um, you can. T- I just feel like when LeBron's not there, like he's able to play his game. Okay. that's what I think. And then when LeBron's back, he's standing in the corner or he's standing on the wing, and that's not his game. No, it so definitely isn't. That's my thing. Is like. LeBron was the one, you know, supposed to be Buddy Heald. He, him and AD chose Westbrook, so he the good. So if LeBron's king, I'm I'm, I'm a wait till after All Star break that he got he got a plan. But right. when they're together, I I don't know how you gonna how's that gonna work when LeBron's not there. Well, Russ is playing his game, you know. But so I don't know, man. I'm, we'll I'm waiting until after All Star break. All right, <laughs> I wanted to talk about uh the carry. This is one case i just find very curious in the nba two well two things but the first one is uh john wall i think he's a very interesting case um he's essentially held captive by the rockets Uh, if people don't know just give you guys the quick summary um his contract's incredibly big (laughs) he is getting paid he bit he all (laughs) (laughs) Right? right and he's um he's not playing but I, but he's cleared to play. That's the thing. They said he's cleared to play. Last like he, he's not injured. But they, it's like a preferred sit or something like yeah. that. They call it because they want to let the young guys yeah. grow. Yeah, I saw him playing one on one with Jalen Green. I've seen that. Clip. Yeah, but he, but they won't, but they won't release him. <laughs> so he's essentially being held prisoner in Houston. And again, I will give much credit to him because I believe, and I'm 
uh, uh, circling this back to Ben Simmons, I think he's handling it much more professionally, much more gracefully, and and in a much better um, light than someone like a Ben Simmons who, yeah, he oh, just, man. you know, <laughs> I, I said last episode, or at least a few episodes, I think, I think Ben Simmons is is the embodiment of entitled AAU bullshit because mm-hmm. of the way he's acting. You know, I don't I don't want to be here not going to practice. Oh, now, you know, I got mental health. And again, don't know if that's true or not. Not even going to touch that fucking subject. Um, yeah, you can't do the Dennis Rodman. Man. You know what I mean? Way, yeah. When you're not. Right. You know. And so it's just um, but but shout out to John Wall, man. I think he's handling it pretty professional. And, and I just find this pretty interesting. Uh, last thing I kind of want to ask you guys on your opinion on this. So I was, uh, the, I listened to different podcasts and YouTubers and analytics guys. I'm a big analytics guy. Um, Joker, uh, Jokic, uh, quite arguably, I mean, just by the sheer numbers, again, I know his, his team doesn't reflect this, but mm-hmm. he is the best player, you know, in the NBA, if you go by PER and all that, but you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but I think the biggest thing with him to non-pure basketballists, like his game is boring. It's to it's to me it's the Tim Duncan syndrome. Do you guys kind of see it that way, or you see something different? I see what I see what somebody can mean, but it's not boring though. He throwing dimes, yes. but we're pure we're pure basketballists. You got to keep that in mind. We're talking about the casuals, and that's the majority of fans. Yeah, people looking for athleticism and more. They look for the Steph Curry long more, balls more and the. You know that super athletic Westbrooks, uh, the yeah, just freaky shit. Yeah, wow. but we understand as hoopers what Jokic does is he's nice. Yeah, he is nice. He's not the best in the NBA though. Okay, fair enough. Uh, he's not the best. Player. Who who you got? I got Curry right. Me now, too. <laughs> Me too. I got Curry right. Now. <laughs> it's hard to argue with that. I but I do. I have Curry one. Uh, I think uh, 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 Jokic or Kevin Durant two. Right, Jokic three. That's kind of my top three. Mm, but what? No. Who, me, who you me got? Who you got? Yeah, me personally, I got Giannis. That's just, you still got Giannis up there yeah, as number like, one right now. Yes, like All I feel right, like fair Curry, Curry, Curry doing his thing. Right. But I just feel like if you're just talking about especially his but jumper, Curry is breaking numbers. Of course, I mean, of course, of course, killing the basketball algorithm. I just feel like, and I understand there's there's a difference between the most dominant and I guess the best. But at the end of the day, the man got a championship. He got the finals MVP. To me, what separates Giannis is just his mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a dog. You know, he don't <laughs> give a fuck. He be getting dunked on, but he be trying to block everything. Yeah, he does. He you does. know what I'm saying? At the same time, it's just, I don't know. I, I just feel that his presence on the floor, because what he can do at both ends, um, is unmatched. You know what I'm saying? Compared to some, you know, if you compare him to an Embiid, you know what I'm saying? He's always injured. Yeah. And, not he's never available, but I don't know. I feel like, uh, for me personally, I, I feel like you got to put Giannis at least top three. Okay, you know what I'm saying. All right, can't be can't be too mad at that. Yeah. Um, well then, this is what well, this last thing before we move on to a couple other questions before we get out of here. Um, did you guys see Haslam when he made this comment about? You know, when Jokic and his brothers come to Florida, they better be cool and all that shit. And and, and to me, I looked at it and just kind of laughed at it. I was like, man, look, man, the NBA's 
got elements of uh, uh, the WWE and shit in it, man. They, these dudes, <laughs> uh, not to say, like, they ain't no punks. I mean, I don't know these yeah. motherfuckers in real life like that, so I'm not going to sit there and assume. But, I mean, <laughs> when's the last time you really heard about NBA guys getting into street fights like that? I mean, not right. yeah. that's not a thing. You know what I mean? Again, don't. You guys, for for you casuals listening or someone just tuning in to the show, don't take that lightly. Don't think you're going to go up to some of these 6'8", 6'10", motherfuckers and talk your shit and not get knocked out. But at the same time, right. the, <laughs> all the shit that was around the Morris incident and yeah. then the brothers talking on Twitter. and all, To me, I was like, hey, it's great entertainment. Well, you saw they ended up going to a nightclub in Miami. Yeah, they after went the to game. a nightclub and played his anthem. Yeah, they played the Serbian national <laughs> in Miami. And Haslam was like, "Hey, man, you better be cool in my city." And don't get me wrong, Haslam is that OG. He is that guy in Florida. But come on, man, it wasn't it wasn't no, no shit no, he like said, that. He said, "He said after the game, just pack your bags and leave." They, they, they went to the club right after. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I just thought a lot of that shit was funny, but. uh yeah, for 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 you viewers out there, man, just keep that in mind with the NBA. It's not um, it's not all what y'all think. <laughs> a lot there there there's there's some legit tough guys in there, but uh, yeah, there's there's some you know for the most part, man, it's all it's all smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. So, want to talk about a couple, I guess, quote unquote, controversial topics, or shouldn't well, respectfully disrespectful. That's what we call this part. Um, so I know for me. And I, I've talked about it in this episode, my my future plan with YBA and everything we're trying to grow here, um, we're trying to get to the point where, you know, the major hitter programs really establish themselves and kind of we eliminate a lot of the mom and pop programs to funnel these kids into our major programs to create on these platforms. Uh, I know, again, for the smaller AUs, they might not like that. Those smaller in, independent AUs, they might not want to hear that, but you know, when, when Walmart comes in your area, you, you better go fucking work at Walmart. You know what I mean? Cause they gonna put you out of business. So, right. you know, I'm just curious, uh, uh, your thoughts on that K, uh, KP, if you got, um, you know, good, bad, indifferent, whatever. I mean, I kind of adjusted to the new time with all the teams. Um, I grew to like them, to love the mom and pop programs. Like, like for instance, like that would take out, like, you know, like Don, mm-hmm. but Don True. actually rocks with real EY. Because of how powerful his mom and pop or whatever yeah, it would yeah, be, yeah. or how powerful our, uh, my mom and pop thing was, it turned into our yeah, You true. know what I'm saying? True. So uh, you got like Poe, Fan yeah, Biz. Yeah, Fan Biz, yeah. You know, and those are two sack area. And I call it mom and pop because I'm more so respected. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and it's from the ground up. And those my dudes, so they yeah. know they know where I'm coming from with that. But or like CTB, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Like I, I just came from that. Um, my AU team was a mom and pop team. If mm-hmm. you look at it, right. so you know, like everybody can't do the West Coast Elite model or the West Coast Elite model when they do come in your backyard. It does make you, like you said, Walmart came. Yeah, everybody finna work there. I remember West Coast Elite came and said, you know, we doing a NorCal chapter. I'm like, okay, well. We, we'll see. Right. You good know, luck. Yeah, I know you what you know, mean. But they did it. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. They they did it. They did it strong. Um, I'm cool with all them dudes. But it does. It's level setting and lets you know how strong your program is when that happens. When you can sustain. Right. Exactly. Right. 
So what about what about you, Mark? Any thoughts on any of that stuff? Uh, no, that's kind of out of my lane. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm like free. when I'm possible training. Yeah, like mm. if I'm possible, came Sounds to your backyard. Now. That's true. You know what I mean? It's like you better yeah. jump on with with <laughs> Michael Lancaster, or you. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. <laughs> but I think it's enough hoopers. I think it's enough hoopers for the, like the old me, like the younger me was di- reacted different. Now that I've experienced what happens when that happens now or you know i've learned it's like hey man there's so many basketball players yeah mm-hmm. they're not gonna take all your clients and yeah. if they do take some of your clients you're gonna have some more clients like you're yeah it's just a chain it's a cycle right and to me that and i know for you guys when it comes to like the AU thing i mean as a trainer you know like i have real relationships not with just the players with their parents and so like like i don't like i trust in that like i don't that's what i believe in like you know like especially you know i'm i'm at the christmas party i'm at thanksgiving with yeah. you. like like i'm not like yeah. to me like if they end up going with another trainer like me like i'm like you said you know when, when low was here like i'm yeah. a trainer with no ego you know what i'm saying like i believe in the work that i do in my relationship with the kids because it's bigger than basketball yeah so again like if they need to go do that then that's fine with me but at the end of the day if they don't and they're 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 loyal or or they they believe in what the stuff that we do then it is what it is so like yeah like it doesn't to me it doesn't really you know i wouldn't be somebody who's uh insec- like my insecurity like <laughs> oh my god like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, uh kv so um we we me and uh mark have interviewed a couple of uh guys um younger cats that are doing like the street ball circuit stuff you know like the ball is life all that stuff um, I was curious, what do you think about all that stuff kind of overall? The ball is life or the, oh, the you park, know, park stuff? The park stuff, the park open, the K show times, yeah. the Nick Briz is, uh, uh, you know, just curious if you had any thoughts or if because I look at the stuff, I, I, it's entertaining to me, you know, I, I watch it a little bit. I'm just curious what you think of it. I think it's dope that them old dudes, I mean, that them, that the older washed up, I mean, <laughs> them dudes washed up I mean, a lot of them are but they still it's like a washed up league right guys right that's still hooping and i mean the the best washed up dude ain't weak you right. feel me but he's still washed though he's still a little older like oh you know i'm not well, and i'm not well, gonna keep it all the way like that like all the way 100 on that yeah. like i don't want to say nobody name who's washed up but there's some guys out there that are glorified and they're not it's like, bro, I can push my shoes up and kind of get with you. But I like the entertainment that they have, yeah. the competitiveness. It's hella funny. Right. And they be balling out. Yeah. What about what about the young cats? Have you seen, like, the younger guys? Like, uh, younger, the, bro. Like the 19, there's, like, 19-year-olds and 20-year-olds, you know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. Like these young, young yes. cats that are doing this stuff yeah, now. Yeah, I think some of them, I, mean, I like the whole competitive part of it. I'm just more so taken away by the the by the older group. Okay. And it's just like a it <laughs> makes me say like damn, bro, like but they enjoy it. So like I, it's it's two sides to it, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Cuz like cuz when I was talking to uh Marcellus or, or Jordan when he was here, you know, cuz they're they're heavy in they in the YouTube basketball space, right? They're they're heavy in that and and you know, some of these guys, I mean, Jesus, they're, they, you know, they're more famous than NBA players at this point. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I overall enjoy that that platform was created because I, I'm just all for, hey, man, if you could find a lane and thrive in it, 
I'm all for it. You know, I like watching others succeed, especially young black men. Like that's just even mm-hmm. more of another like you know intangible. Where I'm like, man, what, that's great. What's kind of intriguing to me was when what's the name was here, the dude, uh, Drift, Jordan, 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 Drifty J. Yeah, when he said that, and and like I said, it just shows how times have changed. Like <laughs> I know, and he's getting paid for it. Like he's training, like he's a pro right. to get ready to play at the park yeah 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 like yeah. he's he's he got a strength and conditioning coach <laughs> he, he working out getting his, his skill work right and of course man like you like i said like i'm training my kids to get ready for college right you know i have a couple pro guys but these kids are doing it because they're about to play at the park right all the cameras are going to be Do there that. so they take it serious so yeah. and they're getting paid yeah i know right which is crazy i know because you would have never thought yeah. back when we were younger at least that that would ever be a thing. Uh, man, <laughs> the competitive yeah. part is dope. Yeah, I, I, and how they train for you, right? All that is yeah. it's extremely dope. And it shows the love. Of, I, lo- I love when people love basketball. It shows you yeah. that they love yeah. Yeah. basketball. Yeah. Very you know. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, last question of the day. Uh, so, because we kind of alluded to it a little bit with the parents and investing, right? Um, have you as a director, because I know I've run across this even in this area, um, you know, and we I talked about this last episode. I feel sometimes they shortchange us or, you know, they they undersell our product. They feel like, you know, there, there's this underlining tone that basketball is supposed to be um, cheap or free. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I, I just wonder, how have you managed that? Or have you ever felt like, you know, like you've explained, like, this is the cost. Like, this is the price point. I've tried to adjust. I've tried to make wiggle room, but this is how much it costs. We I mean, can't avoid that. And of course there's still parents and people that either have this sense of entitlement or kids or just whomever who think like, Oh, wait, what? I, this should be free for me. This should be, you know what I mean? I'm just curious. How have you dealt with that kind of stuff? I mean, I just communicate about, like my price break, I break down my price so mm-hmm. they see it. Like everything, you yeah. Know what I mean, like the jersey, your uniform, your jersey uniform package is, you feel me, four hundred fifty dollars. Your jersey costs, your top and bottom costs one fifty. Your, you know what I'm saying? Your your hoodie, I yeah. Mean, everything, you, and that's the thing when you really break it down, and then a parent like act like they shouldn't pay it all. <laughs> it's like, so. You want me to pay for your son's hoodie? Yeah. Because mm. I'm trying to give your son a hoodie so he can feel like he's a part of a special program. Mm-hmm. We can lower all this pricing down, and then we have a program that don't cost that much, and now you're going to be complaining about how we're not playing in this and how we ain't got no jerseys. Right, and right, we don't have swag, and we don't look good, exactly. right? Exactly, that so that, yeah. that's the part. The only thing... I don't, I don't. I don't like the you know, only thing. Yeah. I don't like none of the... I don't like the part where we're... we're if you don't... and And... My thing is, you can go to another program, and I'm not saying that you won't have a good experience or the experience that satisfies you, but what I'm telling you that we're going to give you, we're, we're going to give it to you. Right. You right. Know? So that's, that's, and it costs. Everything costs. Right. There's yeah. a price point to everything. I just, um, I just think sometimes they, we as coaches, directors, in this AU world, sometimes we're undersold. You know what I mean? Or, or people might feel like, we're, we're not what we're worth. You know what I mean? I have one thing I've learned getting older and just everything. You got to know your self-worth, man. You got to know what you bring to the table, right? And and be unapologetic about it. Like, okay. this is what I do. This is what I bring. If you, it doesn't work for you, okay. 
I get it. But don't make it seem like I'm doing something wrong because I always bring up, I always say this shit to parents. I say, so when you go uh, to Walmart, Target, Whole Foods, wherever the fuck you go, do you go to the register and they're like, okay, it's 200 bucks. And you go, ah, man, I ain't got that 200. Can I just give you 98 bucks and walk out? Exactly. Fuck no. Exactly. So why do you think you could do that to me? <laughs> you know what I mean? I always say that to him. I say, I'll try to work with you. I will. But at some point, the product is what it is. Uh, Mark, you got any thoughts on that one? I know we brought that up uh, a couple times, no, but like still. I, said, I mean, I experience it with training sometimes. Like, depending on the kid's background, the family's background, how passionate the kid is, I'll work with them. But again, like, you know, if, if I know the parents got good money and they're still over here trying to shortchange me <laughs> and your kid ain't even that nice and you just, and you just trying to make me a babysitter like, nah, nah. Right. i ain't all that man with all that being said uh another great episode kb i really appreciate you being here brother i really do no man um i want to do a couple quick shout outs real quick shout out to the patreon members who've been supporting uh, shout out to the major AU programs. Uh, KP, you got any shout outs or anything like that you want to do real quick? Yeah, just shout out to NorCal basketball, man. We all in this together. Um, it's competitive, but uh, and thanks for having me, y'all. Oh, yeah, I man. really appreciate the time and letting me speak my mind on certain things <laughs> that I don't really get to talk about. And, uh, I enjoy myself, so thanks. No, man, I appreciate you, man. You're doing, you're doing a lot of great work. Um, uh, links for him will be in the description. I'll, I'll connect with you, get all your social media links, his website. Uh, follow this man's journey. Um, like I tell you guys, I, I try to have guests on the show of people that I think I personally could connect with. So this isn't smoke and mirrors. This isn't bullshit. Like I want you guys to support this guy. Um, see what he's doing for kids. Obviously, me and Mark, we're going to keep doing our thing, right? <laughs> so, you know, we still have hopefully some good future guests lined up for you guys. Um, uh, you have your uh, Keisha, right? What was that? Your trainer buddy, um, isn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shine, Shine, Shine. Try to get him next week. So. Hey, Sh Shine is the man. You yes. talking about uh, Shine out, she, out here in Sac? Yeah. Yes. yes. So yes. look forward to that episode. Please look, be on the lookout for that. Um, again, everybody out there, be safe. Uh, if you listen to the episode all the way through, congratulations. We appreciate you. <laughs> again, if you want to support, all the links are in the description. Uh, shout out to Hardwood and Courtside. If you're looking for good tournaments, go check them out. They're another sponsor program of ours. Links are in the description. Uh, everybody be safe out there. Uh, understand COVID is still a thing. Protect yourself from COVID. Uh, take care of your families. Uh, enjoy this game. Uh, I think that's it for me. Anything for you, Mark? No, man. Uh, great meeting you, bro. Great meeting you. Right on, man. All right, man. And we are out.